Isn't this such a beautiful night? Whoa, we're underneath the thousand shining stars. Isn't it nice to find yourself somewhere different? Whoa, why don't you let yourself just be wherever you are? This is my favorite song from the entire show, right here. Be wherever you are. But guys, it's over. Steven Universe is done. Well, at least that's what they say. Thank you for joining Sketching Up. This is a doodle. And today I'm going to talk about Steven Universe. Things I liked about it. Things I didn't like about it. Not going to be much of that. But the last couple episodes came out today. So before I even start... If you, have, uh, you should know, if you haven't seen the series, please, as much as I hate the shoe uh, listeners, probably best to turn this off, because I'm going to talk about the entire series, so if you haven't seen it, you're going to get it all spoiled, and you should just go watch it, it's a great series, there's no reason not to watch it. Anyway, so it's done, it's over, no more Steven Universe, um... At least that's what Rebecca Sugar said. Obviously, things can change. But I, I really, truly, honestly believe that, that this is it. I really, truly do. I do not think that she's going to come back and, and and redo Steven Universe Road Trip or something like that. For people that have seen the episodes, you know what I'm talking about. Although, that does it does flow pretty well. I just don't see that happening. Um, it ended really well. So I did an Instagram live directly following like the end credits, like the minute the end credits hit, I started to do it. And in that I can, I'll explain again. So you don't have to go find it. Um, I said that I really liked the ending, although I saw a lot of people really didn't like it as much. Um, especially the second to last episode, I am my monster. I think people were expecting way too much from that, and they got they were disappointed when they didn't get what they thought they were going to get. So I'll get through all that. I want to go through the entire series, really. So, you know, I want to just talk about everything and how, how this show, this show changed cartoons. It really did. You can expect to see a different wave of cartoons because of this, because of Rebecca Sugar. And... Rebecca Sugar has now worked on two of the most iconic cartoons in the last, what, 10, 10 years, maybe even longer than that. She worked on Adventure Time, and then she worked on Steven Universe. Well, she's the creator of Steven Universe. So she's worked on two of the most successful, most innovative, and, mo- and just two cartoons that changed the entire realm of cartoons and, I guess you could say, children's programming. So we're going to go over all that. Um... Let's start with the end of it, though. Let's just start how it ended. So, it ended... People thought there was going to be this big battle, and it was going to be, you know, the gems and stuff against Steven and all this stuff, and that's really not how it happened. Actually, that's kind of the complete opposite of how it happened, to be real with you. Um, it didn't... It wasn't all that. It was more of a coming together. And again, I'll, I'm going to reference my Instagram live video a couple times because that was like my direct, didn't have a second to think, 
right after it was done. So you got the real raw opinions. And um, I I loved what they did. So Steven finally, and uh, I Am My Monster, just has an absolute mental breakdown. Like complete. It was a complete mental breakdown. He said everything he did. He said how he tried to shatter White Diamond. He said how he did shatter Jasper. Which those things right there actually turned people off of the show, which is ridiculous. If you are watching Steven Universe and that turned you off of the show, you, you, you're just ridiculous. You're a ridiculous person because you're seeing him grow and you're seeing that he's not perfect. And if you saw an imperfection and left, then you probably weren't a real fan to begin with. And I'm sorry if that offends you, but I'm really not sorry because, like, they made it so he's not perfect. They made it so he's not perfect. In the original series, the diamonds were supposed to be perfect, and they made them so they're not perfect. And in this series, they made it so that he's not perfect. And if if him having imperfections, even major, major ones, I know people are like, well, that was a major imperfection. But that's what happens. I mean, don't forget the entire series is going through a mental breakdown. It's not like Steven from Change Your Mind turned around and shattered Jasper. This is somebody that's been going on for years, and the stuff's just been building up and building up and eventually it exploded and that's exactly what happened in um in fragments where when he shattered jasper so i i could go off on why people that were turned off of the show because of that are are loony people but i'm not going to go off on that I'm, i really want to stick just talking about the show i really do and how well the show was so the original series was innovative it was innovative it changed cartoons. It did things that no cartoon would think to do. For example, well, for example, having the first gay couple in a children's animated program or a children's program altogether. And even though the gems are not technically not male or female, they refer to themselves as her and they clearly are all women and I mean, they live on a planet with all women. Of course, they're going to be gay. Like, if there was a planet of all one gender, they're, of course, going to fall in love with the other gender. There's nothing else to fall in love with. You know? So, has a... Like, that's what the show... A lot of people, when they describe the show, that's what it is. It's about the, the gay aliens. And that's kind of... Kind of true, I guess. The smallest little segment of the show. But... The original series just takes you in pretty quick. I got drawn in by episode maybe three or four. Probably episode three or four. I was drawn in and I was stuck. And that was it. I had to watch the whole series through and through. And I did. And I watched the entire thing and it became one of my favorite shows towards the end. And it really built. So Adventure Time I kind of thought was the same way where it started out kind of soft and fluffy and then really built to some really strong storylines towards the end. And that's kind of what Steven Universe does. It's a little fluffy at first. You know, you see him, oh, he learns this power. He learns this power and he can summon this and he can summon that. But he doesn't know how and he's trying to learn how to use his powers. And it builds over time. And because of all that, it makes it kind of fluffy. There's a lot of fluff in the beginning, but it's something you can sit and enjoy. You know, it's not something that you're like, skip 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 no you can actually enjoy it like there's some shows i've watched where the fluff is so unbearable like 
I like Star vs. the Forces of Evil, but some of the fluff in that show is very unbearable for someone that's, you know, just kind of interested in the main storyline. So, Steven Universe does have that. Like, we all try to forget the Uncle Grandpa episode. But, overall, it, it, it's not too bad. In the beginning, it's bad, but it gets a lot better. Um, I say it all the time. My favorite storyline from the show is the Barnyard, the whole Barnyard one. When they go out there with uh, Peridot, who has probably the best character development in the entire show, obviously, other than Steven, who you see, you know, grow the entire time. Um, I think she has the best character development throughout the entire show in that little, the Barnyard one. Um, you could see how she's changing because she's noticing how things, things on Homeworld weren't like think I don't really know how to explain it perfectly but things on homeworld weren't run the way the entire universe is run like when you say somewhere for too long that's how you think everything's run and once you kind of get a taste like it's like leaving when you're 18 or whatever and you leave your parents house and you kind of see what freedom is like that's kind of what I think happened with her and I think that's what they were trying to capture is like things aren't like that everywhere things are different in other places and you might not always enjoy what you used to and that's kind of what happened with her i know it was a weird way of explaining it but i was trying to think of the best way i could do it. and i think that's the best way to put it together and i think she had the best character development throughout the whole thing and um they even reference it in the movie when she says all my character development when she uh when she almost gets hit with the rejuvenator that falls out of uh, Steven's pocket. And, I, I, you know, in the, if I had one complaint, I know I'm kind of jumping, but I'm kind of taking thoughts as it is. The series ended about an hour ago from recording this, so, you know, it's going to be jumbled up still. We're going to do a, a nice big one as well, I think. One more Steven Universe one. It was that good of a show, people. It really was. If you haven't seen it, it was that good of a show. If you haven't seen it and you're this far in, by the way, shouldn't even said that. You are out of your mind. Um, but it was really that good of a show where it does deserve multiple, multiple uh, talkings and explainings and letting things sit in your head for a little bit and then going off on it. But um, one thing about future, I wish you know they brought Spinell in, who is a great character. Um, her development was obviously very fast. It was done in the movie, so it was very, very quick. So some people think it was rushed, but she's a great character. Her voice actress is, is uh, I believe it was Newsies. I can't remember. What, she was on Broadway is what I'm trying to get at. And she has an amazing voice, and her character was done so well, and I wish there was more of that. You get to see the last couple episodes. You get to see her, but, you know, I wish, I don't know how they would, I, after watching all of Future, don't really know how they would have put her in maybe they'd have to have done it in the beginning but they just kind of built that up like it was like what the third fourth fourth to last episode is when you finally see spinel again and that was that was clearly done on purpose to kind of build up and then when you finally see her after you know 18 17 16 15, whatever it was episodes you're like oh yes finally i get to see spinel again and and obviously she did very well in that and her character was kooky as usual but trying to help her character like i said her character development in the movie seemed rushed but i thought it was really good um 
that's one thing about future I could you know I, I wish we could have seen some more characters more it was it was very Steven central which it should have been it was about his mental health but I know and I know people are out there thinking the same thing I would have liked to see how some of the other characters were like you don't really see what's going on with someone like Lapis she has there is an episode where she's kind of central with Steven but you don't really see what's going on with her or Peridot or Bismuth like they have episodes where they're kind of central in it but you don't really know what's going on with them you know you get kind of glimpses but I guess that's the you know leave them wanting more thing but I think like if you're wrapping everything up and putting a nice bow on it which is what it was supposed to be doing that would have been nice to see. And I'm trying to get the complaints out of the way now because I, there's very few of them and a lot of praises on the entire series. So, yeah, I would I would like to see what the characters are doing now that you know they're in Little Home World and you know they're free from all that and like even the diamonds. You get a little bit of a a taste of what they're doing now. I think that's all you really needed, but like they got new powers and i've i the only thing i can wonder is how like how'd they get their new powers what happened that they got new powers or is that just what happens that might just be what happens i might have missed something there that might because you know steven's getting new powers as well but i don't remember through the entire series like gems just randomly getting new powers other than steven but i don't even consider steven new powers because he was learning his powers like as now as you see as the series ended he kind of hones all his powers and like he knows which one's which but like yeah when he was young he didn't know because he was growing up and he needed to learn all these powers just like when amethyst was redone she needed to learn how to speak english because she was redone she doesn't know how to speak english it's the same thing so i was I, that's one thing i did wonder i was like how did maybe diamonds just can get new powers that's could be possible but i really wonder i was like how did they get new powers like they kind of explain it like when blue says like her tears vaporized and became these clouds but like how <laughs> like how did that happen i know it's a it's one of those things that's like that really doesn't need to be explained you kind of should just accept it that happens a lot in cartoons like they're so short cartoons are almost all 11 minutes disney does like 22s usually but even even Disney, like yes, they do 22s, but most of the time it's two 11s put into one. Is that's how most cartoons do it? Two 11s put into one. So like you can't explain stuff like that. If you explained every little thing like that, you the, the go 20 seasons and there'd be nothing in it because you're just explaining all the little things that happen. Like something that never gets brought up really was uh, Rose's Armory when uh, Steven goes there a couple times and you know she has it because of the war. But there's never any real scenes from the armory. But if they had they had to explain its use and everything like that, like you would never you'd never get through it. So I don't know. Just one of those little things. Like I said, I'm trying to get the little things out of the way. Cause the the praising of the show is gonna be very big. You know, let's just start the praising of the show. Because uh, I don't want this to be too long. Because I don't want, you know, you guys don't want to listen to me talk for an hour and a half. And it's definitely not going to be an hour and a half. It's not even going to be an hour. So don't worry about that. But Steven Universe, and I said it earlier, changed cartoons in many ways. 
And one of the biggest ways is it not being afraid to do something. And a show, it's going to be a very weird comparison, but stick with me. A show that is exactly like that and had great success was South Park. And I know you're like, you're comparing Steven Universe to South Park? Yes, I get your confusion. But South Park was so successful and still uh, is successful because they're not afraid to push the limit. No matter what it is. You know, they're not afraid to push any limits. And because of that, they changed cartoons. Like, South Park was one of the first cartoons, one of the first shows on TV that regularly cursed, regularly showed death, regularly, like, they showed all this stuff regularly. And it changed TV. It really did. It changed TV. Like, you could say words on TV that you couldn't say before. And it's because in part if not mostly for south park because they weren't afraid to do it back then and of course props to comedy central for letting them do it and that's where my next point's gonna go cartoon network needs major props for letting steven universe do things like this like i don't think steven universe gets away with this on disney and i know people will be like well in star there's a gay couple at the end but i think that's opened up because of steven universe i think Steven Universe opened up cartoons to do stuff like that. I don't think Disney would let it fly in 2013 when the show came out. I don't think Nickelodeon would let it fly back then. I think Cartoon Network was okay with taking risks. I mean, they did it with... And, and I know people will be like, well, you know, um, Adventure Time did the same thing. But that that ended after Steven Universe. You know, in 10 seasons. That ended recently. Not really recently, but ended recently. Like, Steven Universe, you start off, they're all gems, and within the first season, you find out that Garnet is a fusion. That's the first big twist. It's it's one you can easily find out if you really play co- like close attention, but it's the big first twist, and they're, the whole thing that keeps them together is that they're in love with each other. That's in the first season. That's 2013. So... You can't tell me a different show is the reason for that. Like, they're the reason shows were able to do stuff like that. Now, I don't know if that's the reason. Maybe Adventure Time always had Bubblegum and and, uh, Marceline coming together at the end. But I don't know. Even if they did, Steven Universe opened the doors for it. And again, Cartoon Network, you gotta give major props. Shows like Adventure Time. The stuff they let them say and get away with and stuff like that. I don't think the other networks would have done like Adventure Time was supposed to be on Nickelodeon. And if it was, I think it'd be a different show. I don't think Nickelodeon would give, let them get away with as much. Because Nickelodeon used to get away, you used to do a lot of stuff on Nickelodeon. I mean, look at old SpongeBob's, old Fairly Odd Parents, stuff like that. They used to get away with a ton. A ton. And they kind of cleaned up a little bit, especially when the live action started coming out. And then more and more. And then they really cleaned up when, uh, it's not really something I want to talk about on here, but when the whole Dan Schneider thing happened, not, you know, it didn't become, like, the rumors. I, let me say the rumors of Dan Schneider happened. Uh, they kind of cleaned up their act, and a lot of their stuff became very, a lot cleaner than it used to be. Let's just say it like that. So if, I think if Adventure Time was on Nickelodeon, it wouldn't have been the same. I don't think it would have been the same show. It would have been a lot cleaner. It would have been a lot it would have been way more geared to younger viewers. Because Nickelodeon, that's what they are. They're geared towards younger viewers. 
And I think they would have ran it into the ground. Now, it did go 10 seasons, which is a long time, especially for a, a animated children's cartoon. Well, quote-unquote children's, we'll say. Cartoon. That is a long time. But look at SpongeBob. I mean, SpongeBob's on 20 seasons, and it has no ending in sight. There's no ending in sight for SpongeBob. As long as the voice characters, the main voice characters are there. It'd be like The Simpsons. The Simpsons won't end until Dan Castanella does. I think I said that right. If I didn't, sorry. I'm sure he's listening, right? I don't think it ends until he does. You know, because he's the driving force of The Simpsons. I mean, characters, characters in The Simpsons, their voice actors and actresses have passed away. I know off the top of my head, Miss Kerbopel, uh, voice actress, passed away. So they do, they do pass away. But as long as the main driving force is there, like South Park can go on until uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, you know, pass on <laughs> if they wanted to, because they do almost every character. They've had um, the I can't remember her name, and I'm, I, I'm I apologize for that, but. The character that did all the women on the show passed away in the 90s, and they got they had to get somebody else. I mean, even look at Chef. You know, Isaac Hayes, obviously, they they didn't have a good splitting, but even if they didn't split, he passed away like later that year or the next year after the uh, after he left the show. So that happens. Voice actors and actresses pass away. Even in TV shows, they pass away. But as long as the driving force is there, you can keep going. That's what the Simpsons are, and that's what South Park is, and I think that's what SpongeBob is. As long as Tom Kenny's around, I don't see that show going anywhere. It's just going to keep going and going. But I got a little off track. Sorry about that. Because I, I was talking about Adventure Time being on Nickelodeon. I bet you it would still be going right now, and it really would not be the same. They wouldn't have been able to get away with as much as they did. Like, Cartoon Network. One thing about Cartoon Network, it was always more mature than, um, than Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was way more kid-friendly, and then even their Nick at Night is, uh, like, Friends, which really isn't, you know, if a kid watches Friends, they're not going to be scarred for life, but if a, if a kid watched Tim and Eric, they're going to be scarred for life. You know, Adult Swim is not for kids. Like, once, once 8 o'clock hits, that's it. You need to get your kid off there if they're too young, because they will, you know, they watch Eric Andre's show once, they're going to be nuts. So... It was always geared for for more mature, young adult, and that kind of stuff. Another thing about Cartoon Network, so in the movie, there was a first, a Cartoon Network first in the movie, and that was when Steven gets hit by uh, Spinel when they're on the injector on top doing the fight. He's bleeding, and that, that is a Cartoon Network first, showing blood, like actual blood, not something that's supposed to represent blood, None of that. No, there was actual blood coming out of his nose, and that was a first for Cartoon Network. And I know Nickelodeon's never done that, and probably won't for a long time. And I can't imagine Disney has. I can't imagine it. Maybe Disney XD. I don't think Disney XD even did that. Like that's a first for for kids programming. So you gotta give you gotta tip your hat to Cartoon Network, and you gotta tip your hat to Steven Universe for really just changing animation and changing the way cartoons are written now. And you're going to see a lot more cartoons coming. They'll have maybe a gay couple. They'll have, you know, it's just going to be cartoons that are just going to be different now. They're not going to be what you expect because this show has broken the norm of cartoons. And that's great. 
anytime you know you can ha help something grow that's great and that's what steven universe did that was all one point by the way that was all one point maybe two i might have done one before that but that was all tipping your hat to you know rebecca sugar the crew universe and cartoon network for really just really trying to change and, and really pushing limits and stuff like that and another show i know i keep going off track by talking about other shows but another show that kind of did that was gravity falls and that was disney but gravity falls really has a lot of adult jokes and they really do push the limit with some stuff and like that's the first show I can think of that's not 90s like 90s there's a lot of stuff that pushes the limit but that's because there was really no regulations on it maybe not no regulations but I think they were a lot looser back then um, but now they tightened it up a little bit and now it's kind of you know slowly but surely loosening again and and Steven Universe and Adventure Time I mean if you think of all those shows from that era it was uh, Steven Universe Adventure Time Flapjack um, regular show. These are all that same era. That like 2010s era. Flapjack might have been before or after. Come to think of it. It had to have been before. I think it was before all that. I think the creator of regular show came from Flapjack. So it had to have been before. But, um, you know, all those shows around the same time really kind of started to change cartoons. I will, I will admit it, probably, it, well not probably, it started with Adventure Time, but Rebecca Sugar left Adventure Time and was like, we're going to be Adventure Time, but up a couple notches, and that's what they were, you know, they had, they were, it's one of, I can't imagine there's too many on that list of banned cartoons in certain countries, I know like shows like Spongebob are, but I think that's for different reasons, like the Steven Universe has been banned for having, uh, characters that act gay and they don't care like the the big ones russia like russia banned steven universe so they decide to take uh russia and ban it from from the show and whenever you see a map there is no russia they have completely taken russia off the map in steven universe so they don't even they take it with a grain of salt and they go right back at you and that's what we got like that's that's something that really helps a cartoon uh, be as innovative and, and everything I've been saying. Try not to repeat myself. That's why you hear me like kind of going off. Try not to repeat myself. But it's very hard when you're talking about something like this not to repeat yourself because you just want to give it so much praise and you want to hit the best topics. Another thing I really like about Steven Universe. Let's go to a different. Uh, let's go to a different topic really quick. Another thing that I thought was great about the show was the writing and. If you're a frequent listener to our show, you know that I think that Gravity Falls is the greatest written anime TV show, like cartoon, kids show, whatever you want to say, of all time. I don't think there's another kids show, at least, that is better written than Gravity Falls. And Steven Universe, I think, is up there, though. There are things that happen in Steven Universe that you could tell they planned out. I think good writing is not just good dialogue. I think actually dialogue is towards the middle of the list of good writing, personally. Um, I think like the top of the list is how how far along is your story to to the where the ending point is. What I mean by that is, 
Can you see something in season one that is a main plot for season five or two or whatever the ending season is? And there are parts in Steven Universe. I mean, I was rewatching it, obviously, because it was ending, so I want to rewatch it. I can't. It was either three or four where it's not when they're in the cabin. It was a different one where so in Steven Universe, Pink Diamond, who is obviously Rose Quartz, it makes it so Pearl can never tell what happened, which Pink Diamond fakes her own shattering so she could, um, so she can kind of be free. She became Rose Quartz permanently. And she may take an oath where she can never tell. So if she ever starts to tell, her hands will actually, like, go over her mouth so she can't talk. Like, she can never tell what happened. And there's a couple of scenes in even earlier seasons where she's starting to say something and she, her, her mouth gets covered. Like she covers her own mouth before she can talk. And it seems like it's part of the story, but then you find that out. And it's like in a spot where that could come out. And you're like, wow, like <laughs> they've been planning this since the earliest seasons. So... You know, that's, that's my thing with, I think good story is one of the biggest plots of, of the writing of a show, sorry, plots, parts of writing of a show. Like if it has a good story, I think it's a, it, that's number one. Like dialogue is definitely up there. I mean, if you have a, if you have a show or a movie with terrible dialogue, obviously the story is probably going to suffer, but I don't think it's number one in writing. I think the way you can not secretly, but you can like kind of point towards something without saying something is that's what makes good, good writing. So if you're somebody that's trying to write something, don't write in, oh, look what's here. Kind of put it so your eyes are drawn towards it. So you, that makes it no, like, you know, something big's there. And I know I'm kind of rambling now, so I'll, I'll wrap this up in a second. But if you can point, if you can make something stand out. And but not give an explanation of what it is or anything like that. That's how these shows really succeed. Like Gravity Falls, that's how the whole show was. It was stuff your eye was drawn to that you had no idea why. And that's what made the mystery of Gravity Falls. And that's what made it so good was that your eye was drawn to something and you're like, oh, now you have a million theories of what it could be. So that I think that's what the good writing. But I, I want to wrap this up soon because it's getting up there in the 30 minutes. And I didn't want it to be too long. But I will end with this. And then I know I rambled a little bit and went on a little whatever. But I really just, I appreciate this show so much. And I do appreciate Kyle for telling me about this show and showing me Steven Universe. Because I don't know if I would have watched it. I did watch a couple episodes of the show Clarence and Uncle Grandpa, which are like all came out at the same time and I just I wasn't a fan of either of those shows and I thought Steven Universe was just another one of those shows and it's really not I'm telling you give it a chance um, again if you have to be told that at this point you uh, you probably don't even need to watch it because I explained most of it but I just want to say like like the whole Rebecca Sugar and the, and the whole crew universe which they call their their crew and everybody like you just gotta say thanks to them for putting this show together and making it a, a reality and like 
putting something together that will change cartoons. And that's the big thing. That's one of the big reasons. If you like cartoons, you need to watch this. Because this show will is going to and has changed cartoons as a whole. And it's going to be one of those shows, I'm telling you. Give it, you know, now people are praising it. Yeah, it just ended and a lot of people like it. Down the road, when you're talking best cartoons, this one will come up. Guaranteed. This one will come up in that in that list of best cartoons. Because this one is just so different, but so good. It's so well written. Yes, I will say there can be a lot of fluff. And it's a show that had one season had 50 episodes. Mind you, they were 11 minutes each, but still, that's a lot of episodes for a season for a cartoon. So yes, it can have its fluff, but when it gets serious and it gets good and the storyline starts driving, man, there's not many cartoons that can top it. There really aren't. The When the story really starts going and they end at the 11 minute mark and you have not finished that story yet and they're going to finish it on the next one, man, you get mad. You're like, oh, I need to see what happens. That's what makes good. That's what makes good cartoons. That's what makes good television. And man, just gotta say thanks to all of them for bringing this, uh, making this, not bringing this, but making this show and continuing it. I know a lot of animators are scared. A lot of people that make shows or whatever are very scared to continue something because they don't want to ruin it. But they did not, they weren't scared to make the movie. They weren't scared to make Seed of a Universe Future. They wanted to continue the story and let you know what was going on. Because that's something, like Gravity Falls, everybody wants another season. Because they want to see what happened to Dipper and Mabel, but they will not make another season. That's for your imagination to wonder. This one came back, and they showed you what's going on. But the reason I loved Steven Universe Future is because it didn't just show you like, oh yeah, this is going on. No, it came back and it showed you that this is not, like, you can't save the day and be good afterwards. Like, when you have trauma, it will come back to you. And that's exactly what happened in Steven Universe Future. He come, he has the trauma. He has a huge mental breakdown. This is stuff you don't see in cartoons or TV. It's You go, you fight, bad guy loses, it's over. But that's not life. That's not life. And this show just taught you lessons for life. And for the kids that watch this, they're going to grow up know like being better because they're already gonna know better ways to solve problems you don't just fight your problems because that won't make them go away you need to solve your problems and that's what they do in the show and i'm gonna go back really quick people were disappointed when uh steven becomes i guess you could say corrupted and they don't fight him but instead they they support him he becomes corrupted because all the bad things piled up and he has a huge mental breakdown and instead of running or fighting they all come together to tell him like we're here for you we support you no matter what you did and that's something that like kids need to see kids need to see that people will support you or people or they're going to grow up thinking no one's ever going to support them especially in this day and age when uh, kids are always having these mental breakdowns um, thinking their life's crazy. This is what they need. They need to know people will be there for them. They need to know that if you make close friends, close friends will always be there for you no matter what. That's the stuff I like about this show. I'm going to wrap it up right here. Um, like I said, we'll probably do one more. We'll probably do one more with you know a day or two go by. And it'll be a couple of days to let it sit and sink in that the uh, show really ended. It's really over. Um, Rebecca Sugar said they don't want to keep going on Steven's storyline. You never know. 
dollars do talk loud, but I think she might be done. I don't know if we'll be done with this universe. You know, you got you could do Lars of the Stars, you could do um, Little Home World, you could do stuff back on home, like regular Home World. You could do stuff with the gems now that Steven left, but I think Steven has taken his exit, and that will be all from him. So, guys, th- thanks for listening. Let me know what you think. Did you like the show? I really hope so. If you made it this far, I'm assuming you like the show. Um, follow us on everything Sketching Up CNC. Um, you can follow me uh, at Chris Schnabel on Instagram. That's C-H-R-I-S-S-C-H-N-A-B-E-L. I do not post much, so it'd be kind of a waste of time, but I do love having extra followers. Sometimes I'll post drawings that I do. I did just post... Um, I did all my Steven Universe characters I've ever drawn, or Steven U- wherever. If he was in a picture, I, I posted it, so you can go see that. Guys, if you haven't seen the, ser- the rest of the series and you listen to this, you're out of your mind, but definitely go watch it if you haven't. It's really that good. This isn't all hype. It's really that good. And that's all you got from me. We'll have a full podcast coming out soon. We'll have another Steven Universe one coming out soon. So make sure you keep listening. And thanks for listening now. Peace out, guys. And girls. But the moment that I hit the stage, thousands of voices are calling my name. And I know in my heart it's been worth it all of the while. And as my albums fly off of the shelves, handing out autograph pics of myself, this life I chose isn't easy but sure is one heck of a ride At the moment that I hit the stage I hear the universe calling my name And I know deep down in my heart I have nothing to fear And as the solar wind blows through my hair Knowing I have so much more left to share A wandering spirit who's carrying its way through the cold atmosphere I fly like a comet Soar like a comet Crash like a comet I'm just a comet